I don't know if you can hear it, but I definitely can. It's that whole thing where I can hear myself being a little bit husky, sounding a little bit like I am unwell, right? And it might only be a slight thing that you can pick up as you listen to this episode of the Misadventurous podcast. But it, in my experience, after 13 years of radio, this is the voice that tends to get a lot of a response from people. They call it sexy voice tiff. So welcome to sexy voice tiff. This is what you're going to get this episode. Um, hopefully I'm going to leave you with more than just feeling a little bit turned on by my voice, maybe just a little bit more activated. Okay. <laughs> um, but if you are listening to the Misadventurous podcast for the first time or the 50th time, I just want to acknowledge you and um, show my love for you because I really do appreciate you putting me in your ears, you giving me the time to share what I have and what I learn with you because that is the way we learn and we grow when we understand other people's points of view is by sharing and also by receiving. So um, I want you to know that this episode is never any of these episodes. They are never a one-sided conversation. I love having chats about what I've shared on my podcast. So please, if you are a listener and you are someone who is in my life and you want to have a chat, please don't hesitate. I would love to elaborate on the things that I'm about to share with you. And if you're someone who has not ever interacted with me before, but you find that you resonate with this and you love this episode or something really helps you, please do get in contact with me at Tiffany underscore Rouge, as in the color on Instagram. Let's start a dialogue. I'd love to catch up. I'd love to hear about your life. I'd love to have you on the podcast. Um, I'm putting the intention out there and it's really beautiful how we had the lovely Esther on last week. How amazing was that chat? Oh my gosh. If you haven't already, go back and listen to it. Yoga gives more to the world than we know with Esther. Um, and I'm looking to have more chats like that with people. So if you're someone who's like, yeah, i got a burning desire to share what's on my heart and, and what's important to me, then please do get in touch with me. Anyway, aside from all that, I am currently, yeah, it's a day, day five or six with COVID. So I want to share some things that this sickness, this very uh, traveled sickness has left me with, if not just the sexy voice tiff and the huskiness that goes with it. There's a little bit more and that's what I want to share with you this episode. So here goes. This is the Misadventurers podcast hosted by me, Tiffany Rouge. Life is one big adventure and it all starts from taking that one teensy tiny step outside of your comfort zone. I want to start with telling you how COVID came into my household, right? Because I'm sure you, like me, have done your absolute best efforts to stop COVID coming into your house, right? There's the mask wearing, the hand sanitizing, the carefulness that you have been in terms of possible not wanting to go to large events, possible rearranging your plans, rearranging your life, the inability to travel quite long distances and far away because of this disease, right? Like it's something that we've all had to alter our lives because of. And 
I'm sure that as well as as sure as that I am that, yes, I've made a very good effort to not have it up until now. But if you're anything like me, you've kind of resigned to the fact that it's kind of a way of life. And by now, the um, there's probably an even spread of people who have had it versus people that haven't. I think in the coming days, in the coming times, there will come the minority of people who haven't had it versus the people that have had it. And yes, when you have it, it can mean some pretty serious things. But if you are not someone who is immunocompromised and you are happy um, dealing with a cold and you can physically deal with a cold, you have that much immunity with a cold, it does mean that you will generally be able to get through it. My heart goes out to those who are not in the same fortunate position that I am in, that are battling some health concerns and some health issues, and that cannot ride it out. And I, you know, I genuinely extend my ability to send you good energy that if you're one of those people, please keep looking after yourself and please seek the medical attention that you need to when you need it right? This is just an account of the things that I have learned having been in this position, hopefully shared enough of this position with you that this is where I'm coming from. I am a healthy 31-year-old female who hasn't really had it too bad, but if you're someone who's had it a lot worse, please, please take my dearest beautiful energy and my love and know that I'm thinking of you and I hope that you get better soon. Okay, with that disclaimer out of the way, yeah, I want to share with you how it sort of came into the house, right? So for me, I'd done everything that I could have possibly thought of to not get COVID. My mum, she went over to Melbourne and she got it. And the situation in Adelaide, Australia, where I am right now is we're not wearing masks in places that are highly populated, like shopping centres, like Uh, workplaces like schools from what I understand so my partner Fernando we went about our day on a on a normal weekend Sunday we went to a market where we bought all of our fresh produce and then later that day he came down with some sort of cold and sickness and it was a really cold day so I was just putting it to the fact that It was a really cold day. Maybe he just got a chill. But it does turn out that the next day he tested. He went to work because he thought he was going to be okay. But turns out that he had COVID. So in that, I had gone to work and then come home to him sleeping in bed, not feeling very good and expressing some of the symptoms that I thought, well, let's test him. And so as soon as we realized that he had COVID, we had to change everything around because it was like, all right, well, there's more than him in the house, which means that more than him can get infected. So I did a lot of the things that I could. I prepared meals. I cleaned up after him just to make sure that we were sort of like stopping the spread. I kind of like kept him bound to the room until I couldn't handle it anymore, which was like doting with him as well as having to work on my own job. So it was like feeding myself, feeding him, cleaning up after both of us, making sure that he was okay and then working my job all just got a little bit much towards the end of last week. So I just put it down to the fact that I just didn't want to deal with that anymore. And I thought, well, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. So 
about three or four days after Fee sort of went down and didn't feel very good, he started feeling a lot better and I started not I started not being able to cope very well with the situation of me being the sole person that does absolutely everything in the house and working a job. So I started making some mistakes at work, started doing some things and Fee just thought, well, I'm feeling better. I'm going to start contributing to some of the work that needs to be done around the house, i.e. cleaning up after myself. My guess, that cleaning up after himself probably wasn't the greatest idea because then I got covid So my symptoms started out with diarrhea, which isn't the greatest thing, but I thought maybe I just eaten something not so good. But then the next day it was like, oh, I started coming down with a cold. And the whole time that I felt with COVID, right, like I felt I had the sickness, um, I was trying to be very vigilant, serving myself um, hape so that I was clearing out my nasal passage and my sinuses so that whatever sickness I had, it wasn't going, you know, it wasn't kind of going below the chest. And the biggest lesson that I sort of learned here, but I, I always knew, which was I need to let my body be the definitive guide for how I get through this because my dad was calling me up and saying, don't do this, don't do that. And I was thinking maybe I should do that. I feel okay. I never had a fever, never had the chills. I never really got too far down the road of feeling like I had aches or headaches and things like that. There were days when I felt really, really drained, but I didn't have those like, wow, I can't get out of bed situation symptoms. I always felt like, okay, I can get up and I can eat something. But I think maybe that's a testament on how good my immune system was. But I still got out of bed every day. No matter how bad I felt, like I would sleep in a little bit and kind of wake up and go, well, I can't stay in bed anymore. I don't want to. I want to get up and do some things and read my book, you know. So I got into a little bit of a routine where I was able to figure out how life was going to be, how I was going to adapt to this situation of not being able to leave the house. And I'm really grateful because we had people, um, the lovely Anna and my mom coming and dropping some food off for us. So we didn't starve. Not that we had a house full of nothing. There was plenty of food, but we got delivered more, which was nice. Some of the food that we wanted. Um, and I just sort of realized that I need to be the one directing the healing, directing the getting better. But I also need to give myself the time, give my body the rest that it needs. So in the first two days, I was thinking, well, I can beat this. I'm going to have some hape and I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk it out. And uh, we pulled the treadmill into the lounge room and I watched James Bond whilst I did an hour walking on the treadmill and I felt better. I felt good. But the next day we tried to go for a walk outside because it was sunny and then I felt like I, I was having a real shortness of breath and I thought, wow, this isn't good. No, I should really, I shouldn't be pushing myself now to do this, right? And, you know, we, we turned around, we were going to go um, somewhere and then, you know, hit the wall and then turn around. And I just thought, no, let's go home. Let's still continue to keep warm, to stay 
active but also let's not do too many things. And that was sort of the time where I I realised, okay, it's okay if I'm not currently as active as I was a week and a half ago. If I'm not going to the gym and going for a swim twice a week, then it's okay, right? And this was the biggest thing because I could be feeling guilty. I could be having a lot of the mental mind game, which is if I'm not as active and I'm eating, I'm just getting fatter or I'm just getting lazier or I'm just getting even more unhealthy. And I I started to recognize that that downward negative thought spiral would actually help me feel even worse. So I needed to do myself a favor and give myself a break. Literally stop beating myself up that I couldn't live life as normal. And it wasn't until I think it was like the Monday that I spoke to my boss and I just sent him a text just saying like I won't be able to work today that I thought actually I can allow myself to be in this doing nothing state, right? To be in this rest and recover, rest and digest state where I don't need to have negative thoughts coming at me and I can just allow myself to be here. And honestly, this is the biggest thing that I want to share with you because we can get so busy and so caught up in the life and the routine and the momentum that we put in our lives that when things don't work out or, you know, we we aren't able to live in the routine that we know keeps us healthy, happy and strong, that we can feel bad about it. So bad that we end up not doing that routine for quite a long time because it's that whole thing of like once you've fallen off the bandwagon, you're off and then, you know, you're just – the wagon's gone and it's left and, you know, you're waving goodbye as it passes you by and you see the end of it. That's not the case. Just got to take it easy, right? Give yourself some slack. Give yourself a break because you're not superwoman. You're not Superman. You're not someone who has their shit together 100%, 24-7, all of the time. You're allowed to feel, to stop, to breathe, and to take a break. And that break is allowed to not have a time frame, especially when you are recovering from a disease that has killed many people, you know, Give yourself the time that your body needs, that your brain needs, that your physical, your psyche, your spirit needs to recuperate, to regenerate, to heal, and then slowly build up some momentum, slowly get the wheel rolling. And even when you are in that place of momentum, It is okay to not have the momentum, be it full throttle like it was before you got sick or before you gave yourself the break. Because this logic, this giving yourself a break can be applied at any point at any time, not just because you're sick, not just because you're feeling like you're burning out. You can give yourself a break right now. If there's something that you are mentally beating yourself up about, that you have a lot of negative judgment about yourself towards, 
you can give yourself that break. Because most of the time, when you give yourself that break, you are able to compartmentalize what's what's necessary and what's not, right? You're stepping away from that bandwagon and letting it slow down, putting it down and going, all right, what's in this wagon that I actually really need and what can I leave behind? And genuinely, I fully 100% believe that when you do that, it helps you reassess what needs to continue when you are building up momentum in your life again. And it helps you make a lot more of an informed choice when you come from a place of rest, knowing that the most important thing you have is your health and your time. And if you are not healthy, it is going to be hard to give the time to things that you would like. So realistically, the most important thing you have is your health. And if you are in a place where you can't give yourself a break, then it may come to a point where you no longer can give yourself the time until you give yourself the break, right? So the the whole thing is, right, is give yourself the time now so that you don't have to give yourself a massive break or, you, you know, your life isn't out of spiraling out of control or you're not in, you know, stuck in negative thought patterns. And honestly, you can definitely give yourself a break. Like every, any opportunity, Riley, you should look at it like this. From what I've understood, any opportunity to give yourself a break, take it. Take it because there's a lot of uncertainty as to when the next break is going to happen. And I know what you're like, right? You're a go-getter. You're someone who likes to have things done. So if you give yourself this break right now or this moment or tomorrow when you need it, right? When your body's saying, "Mm, I actually do kind of need some space. I need to stop thinking about this thing or I need to stop doing this thing. I need to stop pushing myself so this thing can happen. When you pick up the momentum again, the perspective, the importance, the value of it will be deeper understood as to whether or not you need to leave or keep doing certain things. And that's it. That's what I learned from COVID, right? Because my life hasn't continued on. It's not I'm not back into the swing of things. This is the first day that I've been able to work half a day since getting COVID. And for me, it wasn't even super duper terrible. But I know that I just can't next week go back to the gym four times a week and go swimming because my body is still in this state of recovering. So I need to slowly start the wheel turning again. Maybe I'll go to the gym once or twice once I've tested negative and then the next week incorporate it again. And the next week incorporate those things that make life, that push me a little bit more forward. Because even when I have slowed down, I know I can still create that momentum in my life. It's not like I've stopped working and I've stopped doing all these things and I've stopped going to the gym that I'll never ever go there again. I have the desire, I'm going to make it happen. I'm someone who makes things happen. And if you are too, then you are definitely someone who can give themselves a break and slow down and then start things back up again. 
I highly believe that you are an intelligent, beautiful, amazing person who deserves to give themselves a break every now and then. When you feel it is necessary, when your body is going, "Mm, I really need a break, give yourself that break so that you don't actually break later. So that is my words of wisdom from sitting and living with COVID. And if you're interested in wanting to learn what you can do while you're giving a break, I highly recommend delving into the rest of the Miss Adventurous podcast. I'm sure you're going to get some ideas if you haven't already. Or just take some time, you know, like figure out what's important to you and then go and do those things that help you. So things that are important to me is like walking in nature. That's a really beautiful way to have a break meditate connecting back in with yourself or myself spiritually or even doing some breath work so definitely something that you can figure out in your own reflection in in time you know if you want to journal about it highly recommend to have a chat with someone about it if you want to chat with me about it please please do at tiffany underscore rouge is me on instagram i would love to learn about you and the breaks that you have given yourself but that is it until next time well that's almost it from me here on misadventurous if you dig what you hear and want to keep up to date with every single episode of the misadventurous podcast hit subscribe however you're listening to this right now and if you want to be even more of a legend and help other wayward adventurers find this path i'd love it if you head on over to itunes and rate and review this podcast go on five stars for all that positivity right So until next time, and don't forget, it's the small choices that we make every single day that build up to that big change that you're working towards. So stay with it.